One, two, three, clap. Hi, and welcome to Hey Buddy, Nice Podcast. Over there, killing all the other immortals because there can only be one, that's Brogan Hastings. And killing all the stingrays to avenge Australia's beloved Steve Irwin as Wayne Giovinazzi. I mean, yeah, sure, some people do beloved Steve Irwin. I'm... I I know you have feelings about Steve Irwin. I was reluctant to say that, you know, intro, but it felt it. I felt it fit. <laughs> Though, by feelings, you don't, you're not referring to feelings deep within my loins or anything. It's <laughs> no. Feelings, no. yeah. Feelings and is the that... polite way of saying burning hatred. <laughs> I have a burning hatred for Steve Irwin. I didn't even know the guy. <laughs> it's not. It's not good feelings. No, I, I mean, it's, yeah. Look, enough said. I don't even remember we talked about that last episode. We were going to. It might have ended up in bonus content. I don't even care. But we're not talking about that. <laughs> so, how are you, Brogan? I'm all right. It's been a while since we've actually said how are you because we usually just go into mm. to rambling, rambling talks. How are you, Wayne? What's up? Yeah. What, how, how's it hanging? That's that's a bit 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 of a personal question to ask, isn't it? <laughs> Don't make this dirty. My mother listens See, to this podcast. It's not about. It's not about. That's that's that is literally what that question is referring to. Have you is not it? seen the movie Liar Liar with Jim Carrey? No. Where someone says. You haven't seen it? Well, basically, I don't know, there's magic voodoo wish or something and oh, you can't I, tell I've a lie. I've seen the movie, but I don't remember this bit. Oh, yeah. Someone says, hey, how's it hanging? He, his, his reply is short, shriveled and to the left. Oh, I did not know that. No, I... Yeah. No, yeah. so that's... Yeah. I, I was thinking about the little cat hanging off the, the thing. You know, hanging oh, there. That, that would be like, how's it hanging in there? That, does, that sounds worse. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was shortened from that. So, Yeah. <laughs> You're never going to be able to say, how's it hanging to anyone ever again? No, no, I can't. <laughs> Look, but then you can think it, it's like surfer talk, like hang 10, where like, do you, you know what hang 10 is? I have no idea. You, you got 10 toes and they're like hanging off the edge of the board. Oh, I didn't know your toes hung off the board when you surfed. I've never surfed. <laughs> see, I, I don't even like hang 10 because I used to work with a guy, Graham, um, an older guy, mm. uh, older than me. He... One day out of nowhere, he says, I don't hang 10, I hang 11. Yeah. Mm. It's like, dude, why are you saying this shit to me? What I hear there is, I have an extra toe. Yes, <laughs> and that's he a has fact I did not toe. need to know. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Um, actually, no, that is not how that played out because I did not know the origins of hang 10. That's when I learned what it meant by ah. hanging 10 with your toes hanging over the edge. I was like... He's like, I, I looked at him blankly and he's like, oh, you don't get it. It's like, no, no, I don't. It's like, well, you know what hanging 10 is? And it's like surfing. And that's when he explained it to me. And then he had to go into full depth and say, well, I hang 11 because, and then like, yeah, yeah. gestures and things like that. But yeah, that, that's, yeah. All right. So but let's move on. What, what, did, what have we brought up so far? Uh, oh, well, we're talking about movies, liar, liar. So let's stick with that. And Highlander. Let's go with that, hey? Highlander, the movie. Have you ever seen the Highlander movies? The trilogy. It's more than a trilogy, actually. It's a, I think there's four Highlander movies. Have you seen any of them? Now, I'm aware of them, and I think I've seen the first one years and years ago, but I only have a vague recollection of it. Oh, I know okay. it's something I should rewatch. I think I own the first two on DVD, and in fact, 
one of them, my friend Shannon, still has for the last 12 years or so <laughs> that he keeps in his house. It's probably one of those ones, the DVD that I bought and never watched. Mm. I was thinking about that the other day, actually. I can't remember why. Uh, oh, yeah. I was listening to music on Spotify and Kong by Tenacious D was playing. Mm. And I remembered how I purchased the DVD of King Kong. Never watched it. Mm. So... Uh, it's it's it, nothing is new with Netflix and having a a, a list that you don't watch stuff in. I, it's it's the same old for me. And it's like I'd buy DVDs that never been seen. Yeah, I I don't buy as many DVDs before as I do now. And usually, if I do, it's something hmm. that I can't get on Netflix, can't get on Amazon Prime. You know, something that I definitely can't get digitally, or something that I really love that I'm worried will be removed digitally. Um, yeah, yeah. Special editions or anything like that. So I think, yeah, the last thing I put, the last Blu-ray I bought was probably uh, this is before there was like controversy. Uh, mm -hmm. It was uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and I haven't watched it either. Mm -hmm. And before that, it was like a big Harry Potter collection. Uh, yeah. That were the last things I bought, and then yeah, I feel kind of icky about buying any others. <laughs> I say, as you can see, the spread <laughs> behind me. Oh, but pre-controversy. Yes, that's right. When I when uh, I buy things not like mine anyway. <laughs> when I buy things like DVDs, I tend to go. For, I collect steelbooks. Okay. Yes. And I say specifically steelbooks because I do have things that are. I do have one that in particular that's very collectible, and it is worth a mint. Now I think it's worth at least 350 quid last time I checked. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so weird. I was looking online. No, I wasn't actually looking. It just popped up on Facebook when I logged in to do housekeeping mm -hmm. on Hey Buddy Nice podcast page. Um, it's people selling stuff that I own oh. for like – no, mate, you're not going to get that much for, for that. Oh, maybe that. I don't know. I don't know the retro game industry, but I was surprised at how much they were asking for a Game Boy Advance game. Oh, Game Boy Advance games are pretty, pretty pricey now. Oh, really? Oh, I'm not selling them anyway. But yeah, it's crazy how things are priced. Yeah. That's, yeah. So 350 quid, you could sell yours for, you reckon, this steel book. Is I... it without without anything in it just the steel book case oh it's got the dvds in it but i think oh, i think the whole yeah, well, the dvds could easily be replaced i'll say that because it's yeah. the same collection is it hang on move over to the steel book brogan is approaching the bookshelf brogan has returned from the bookshelf <laughs> it's doctor who series nine steel book ah doctor whom uh with uh what's his face it's um you know no Damn it, I was going to go with... I couldn't remember... Um, Malcolm Tucker? Lewis Capaldi's name. I was going to say, <gasps> Lewis Capaldi's dad. It, it's, I think it's his, his uncle or his cousin. They're related anyway. Yeah, I anyway. think it is his uncle. Yeah, yeah. But but yes, I, I had to get this one on eBay. It's in a nice plastic case as well. See, that's an all right steelbook. That's, it's, really it's nice and nice. thick. See, the steelbooks I'm familiar with are either video game steelbooks from like the Xbox 360, PS3 era... Mm -hmm. And, and DVDs around them where they're just like flimsy pieces of crap. And they're just oh, like, you get them, you buy them, and they're already warped. Yeah. Uh, I've got a couple like that where it's like, I think I've got Steelbook for Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2. And that fighting game, the anime fighting game, Jump Force, 
one that okay. I like. That's yep. not Jump Force, but it's the one before it. Okay. Uh, is, it, is it a game that you have platinumed? I have. Platinumed it twice. There we go. Really? <laughs> yeah. So how, how do you plat? Oh, in different profiles or something? Yeah, platinumed it on my old account, and that's how I knew I could do it on this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's uh, You're infecting me, you know that, right? Because I've... I I played through Portal, the the original Portal, mm-hmm. um, last week before we recorded, and yeah. um, it didn't get brought up because I was going to say, look, you you can play it within a matter of hours, even if you haven't played it before, and you can get through it. And then I've started, I'm, I'm most of the way through the second one now, and I'm playing on Steam, and I see the achievements, and I'm like, I do want to get them all. It's, yep. it's your fault. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes it's easy, and sometimes it's not. Like. I'm I'm in the process of of playing Stray, just now. Ah yes, really the good game. Cat game. Yeah, I didn't. It's not what I thought it would be. I thought it would feel more mm. like a big game. It's not. It's very yeah, very small, very indie. Pretty good. I'm I'm quite enjoying it. I, not one of my favourite games I've ever played, but certainly a very very good game. Hmm. Uh, and most of the achievements are pretty easy, uh, apart from one where it was don't get caught in the first chase. Oh. Oh really? I I managed to not get caught in that first chase at all. Yeah, yeah. With a it's like even before you meet the robot, like the your backpack robot friend is yeah, before oh, that it, even. Yeah, yeah. It took me like forty tries. I think it literally really? took me an hour of going back of like resetting the checkpoint. I mean, when it says don't get caught, like some of the weird rat creatures jumped on me at some point, oh, but right, I no, got them off of me. No, no, it's without them jumping without, without them them touching you. you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's very different. That it was very hard. <laughs> um, how, and in terms of platinuming, platinuming it, um, the only game I've ever platinumed is uh, that the Astrobot game on PS Five. How would that's you compare it to that? Game. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. That's... But how hard in comparison? Oh, uh, like so if that's if that's a one and Bloodborne's mm. a 10, <laughs> this is probably about a, f- a 4 or a, f- a 4, maybe? Okay. Like, and probably only because of that catching achievement. If it wasn't for that, it would be a lot lower because most of them... Yeah. You know, there's chapter select, so you can't really miss anything. You just go back. Oh, that's good. And forward. Um, mm. It's it's a really short game. It's, much, it's mostly just fetch. It's mostly just fetch quests. Yep. Scratch everything. Okay. You know, be I nice like that to people. Kind of gameplay. <laughs> oh, I, I do like the scratch feature in Stray. Any the- rug I come across is like. <laughs> uh, what I don't like about the game is the inability to jump on command at will. I hate that. I really hate yeah. that. It's just prompts to say you can jump to here, and that's a bit yeah. annoying. And I don't like that sometimes, like, even if the cat's facing the right way if your camera's not mm, yeah. it won't you pick up the, the, prompt. the prompt and i'm like mm. yeah yep um but then again it does have a a, a dedicated meow button and you can meow non-stop oh, that's that's true and there is an achievement yeah. for meowing a hundred times oh i'm sure i got that within the first five <laughs> minutes of the game <laughs> this is meow 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 <laughs> so yeah so uh, i think sp- that one's yeah. On on its way to platinum, uh, I just need to finish it within two hours. But it's it's when you know what you're doing and you know what you're looking for, and you don't have to go around talking to people, yeah, to find things out. Then you know that's it's no big deal. 
Mm. Apparently, because the, the, I mean, the talking to people part, the, the, it's an all right story to the game. Apparently, I don't know. I haven't played it. I think it feels like the story's too big for the game itself. Okay. It feels like there's a lot missing, and I get like I get that not everything has to be explained, but some of it's just like too big to ignore. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's there's yeah, this really no, creepy bit that is never never touched on afterwards. I think I know what it is, but it's never explained. Is it never touched on, or you just haven't possibly stumbled across it? No, it's it's never. N- nobody explains it because there's nobody to explain it. Setting up the stray two, the straining, <laughs> stray two, the quickening. Speaking of Highlander, <laughs> uh, so you haven't you you reckon you've seen Highlander, but you don't really remember? Yeah. I have got the Sword of the Immortals from the Highlander movie. You you said this to Paul right enough. Yeah, that's right. I can't remember if that was on 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 recording or after the fact. But yes, I do have a replica of the Sword of the Immortals. It's not the best replica, but mm. it's still pretty cool. I think it's any the kind. sword that you think any kind of sword is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It is the sword that um, Sean Connery bestows upon um, uh, Christopher Lambert, or I guess they should probably call them by their character names because it wasn't in real life, was it? I mean, it, Sean Connery uh, just plays Sean Connery, so that one's fine. Sean Connery plays Ramirez, <laughs> and he bestows Connor McLeod with the uh, Sword of the Immortals, which was forged for him by... Some Japanese dude. So it's been a long time. It's been at least a decade since I've seen, probably longer since I've seen Highlander. I actually think I saw Highlander 2 before I saw Highlander 1. And that really fucked with me because it fucked with me in the inverse way that the Highlander franchises fucks with people normally. Right? Uh-huh. So let's let's talk about it in terms of the the order of release so highlander mm-hmm. the it's about the this guy who is immortal discovers his immortal is in like uh 16th century scotland mm-hmm. and he dies on the battlefield but then it's like he doesn't die he like comes back to life mm-hmm. because the only way you can kill an immortal is by decapitation and that's why they're all running around with swords cutting each other's heads off mm-hmm. And um, Ramirez, Sean Connery's character, I don't know, he just appears out of nowhere or something. Uh, this is how well I remember it. And explains everything about is an immortal, how been around for a long, long time. And when the uh, uh, there is only one left, they their prize is they become immortal. Mm-hmm. Not immortal, they become mortal. So that means they can have live a full life because as an immortal, they lack the ability to, you know, procreate and things like that. So it just makes them a human, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, spoiler, uh, the Highlander wins the, and because the, the, it's called the quickening when uh, there's only a few left and they all start to sort of just naturally congregate to the same place, the immortals, yeah. to have like a big battle. And Highlander 2 is called The Quickening mm. because the plot of Highlander 2 fucks up the plot of Highlander 1. Ah. And it, it, it's, it's, it doesn't really fuck it up, but it, it threw people for a loop because 
Highlander 2, Christopher Lambert, he's grown old, he's an old man, he's working for a, a company that I can't remember. I, I don't remember the details, but what happens is uh, it's explained that the immortals are actually aliens that have been p- punished, sort of like how Australia was founded, um, <laughs> where the Brits sent over all their convicts to Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is like aliens that have been sent to the earth and they are immortal, either because they're on Earth or they're always immortal. I don't know. And people are like, what the fuck is this shit with, it, with them being aliens? This is stupid. Mm-hmm. And um, because uh, in the movie there's like, I don't know, magic portals, some of the aliens come to Earth. Mm-hmm. So Christopher Lambert is no longer the last immortal. So for some reason he just de-ages back to normal age Christopher Lambert. Oh, so he was, yeah, it's so it's, the, the movie is cringe, but it's, it's, I love it. It's a good movie because it's so terrible and good to riff, off, riff against and make fun of. Yeah. And um, Sean Connery, uh, spo- spoilers, in the first movie, Sean Connery dies. Mm-hmm. He comes back to life in the second one, and I don't know why. Because they can't have a Highlander movie without Sean Connery. Oh, no, they can. They have two more Highlander <laughs> movies without Sean Connery. Were they any good? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, the last two were terrible. Um, so he, he's now no longer the last Highlander, and apparently now they're all aliens. Since, since then, I think possibly between two or three, at some point, there is a Highlander TV series as well. Well, this rings and, a bell. Yeah, and I don't know how much Christopher Lambert was in it, but some other guy was in it. This might be after Highlander 3. Mm. But Highlander 3, actually, Highlander 2 was so bad that people hated this alien talk and all that. The director, um, probably around 2007, 2008, mm. re-released a version of it, a cut where they removed all all reference of them like being aliens and shit. So completely different movie. So this is the Um, Highlander equivalent of that Rocky Four re-release without the the robot sex. Without the sex robot, yeah. (laughs) Same director. I I don't know that. Don't don't quote me and don't do not fact check me on that. Uh, But of course, the Highlander wins again. I don't remember if he turns old. I think he stays young. Because there's a, obviously another love interest for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to... No, this, I'm, I was going to mention something that seems to be a recurring theme, but it's not appropriate. Uh, it's a Christopher, Christopher Lambert go-to in movies, uh, which I will avoid talking about. Uh, but So here's one, Highlander 2. I don't remember if he comes back to being a mortal... A, become, becoming mortal again. But Highlander 3 fucking ruins... Highlander 2 because it is discovered that the big bad guy that he killed in number one was not actually the second last immortal. Mm. There was another immortal holed up in a cave somewhere. That means if he killed the Kurgan, the bad guy from the first movie, and won mortality, how is that possible if this guy was in a cave somewhere all the fucking long? Mario Van Peebles was holed up in a cave that he couldn't get out of. That's right. It was Mario Van Peebles. Now, don't quote me on this because I don't know if it's fact or not, but the first film, the soundtrack was done by Queen. And there's some good songs in there. There's like, Who Wants to Live Forever is the the theme to Highlander. Mm -hmm. Apparently, 
I was told this by some New Zealand guy when he was very drunk and wasted. He said, um, apparently, Guns N' Roses was approached to do the theme, not just the theme, but the whole soundtrack for Highlander 3. And they were on board until they learned that Mario Van Peebles was going to be in it because someone in the band is racist. I don't know. I'm saying fifth-hand information here. (laughs) This is from the guy who um, would do uh, lines of coke with uh, Eccleston after filming on uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to give him a (laughs) shout-out because I've, I've said some things about him. But... Yeah, so Highlander 3 ruins the possibility of Highlander 2 existing, which is kind of weird for Highlander 1, Mm -hmm. but not just that. Highlander 4 fucks the whole timeline. Because Highlander 4, it must be. um, The the TV series must have come between 3 and Mm 4. Because number 4, Christopher Lambert's in it, and the guy from the TV series as well. Because they're they're related. Magically, they're both immortals, but are related. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the chances of that? It's like, if immortals are scattered all over the fucking earth, chances that your third cousin is also going to be one, that's, I think that's pretty low chances. Mm -hmm. But, more spoilers, in the fourth movie, Connor McCloud dies. And this is taking place after the third movie, but before the second movie. Because the second movie is in the future when he has won the prize and is immortal. How is that possible? If he dies, that means he cannot have defeated... um, any of the they couldn't beat the Kurgan to become a mortal. He couldn't have been number two as an old man. Number three, what's the fucking point of Mario Van Peebles showing up if none of it makes sense? It, it just does not make sense. <laughs> but I love Highlander one and two. <laughs> and this has been Highlander talk with Wayne. Yeah. This, this honestly, this this is the exact energy. Whenever we get a guest on, this is the exact energy. I want I want them to come on and explain something with the passion that you've explained to Islander. That's right. Uh, and off the cuff, not knowing all the, all the facts because it's been so long since I've seen the movies, <laughs> explanation of what's going on and why there are time paradoxes. I, I saw Highlander 4 in the cinema. And at the time, I was like, this is bullshit. When did Highlander but, 4 come out? Okay. To the internet. Hang on. <laughs> when did Highlander 4 come out? I don't remember what the what the Highlander Endgame is what it's called. September 1, year 2000. Ooh. So I would have been so, nine. 22 years ago. 22 that's, years? That's, yeah. I, we are in the year of our Lord, 2022. I would have been six, I would have been six not nine. Mm. So yeah, I definitely six didn't see that. <laughs> In the year 2000, I was I was in grade 10 in high school, which I don't know how, like 14? I don't know. I, I'm not, math is not a strong suit right now. Yeah, you're about so that, six or seven years older than me, so that's... Mm. Yeah, because yeah, you're seven years older than me. And I would have okay. been seven because three plus seven is 10, which is 2000, yeah. Which means seven plus seven is, hang on, let me use my fingers, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. 13, 14. I would have been 14. Yeah. Depending if it was August or not. It was September, so yes, I would have been 14. Yeah. yeah. I remember okay. there's seven years between us because it's the same age difference as Penn and Teller, which makes oh, me laugh. Oh, that's right. You've mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, except I've never been a Latin teacher. Um, <laughs> you're all, you're also the pen of the two of us, let's be honest. You're the talker. You're taller. I don't know. We both 
talk. It's, this would be a pretty odd podcast if uh, if it was just me talking. Oh, Taylor and can you were talk, but silently. you're the talker. And okay. I mean, between I, I the two of far. us, who has stabby little bitch energy? It's me. I'm Taylor. Mm, yeah, right. Valid. <laughs> okay, then. If we're talking about age differences, etc. Um, and we've talked some video games already. What was the first video game console you played and or owned? Ooh, played. No. I'm not 100% sure. I think... I just want to clarify as well. This does not necessarily include like, oh, this is the one that released. I'm, I mean, like for me, it was the first one I played would have been an Atari 2600, mm-hmm. which was out well before the like other video game systems existed. Oh, yeah. I think it might have been. The reason I'm not sure is because I know that the first game console that we owned, and I mean, I'm using game console, like not including like, handhelds i'm talking like yeah, yeah. you know big systems uh the first one that we owned was a playstation 2 okay um but i don't know if we got that before or after i have a vivid memory of standing in like a curry's pc world i was out with my mom and my grandma they were looking for something i was standing there playing those big console things and it was an xbox and i played fable oh, okay like, yes this is great and then i you know years and years and years because obviously it was an xbox only title couldn't get it on playstation yeah i finally got an xbox 360 found fable 2 on sale i was like yes i'm gonna play this and i was like this is horrible <laughs> this is so horrible oh, did it feel like it, it the game was um no longer relevant like it felt aged it felt its age it wasn't even that it's have you ever played fable 2 uh no i've not played any of the fable games so fable 2 starts off you're playing as a little boy and your big sister she's got a fucking cockney accent pisses me the fuck off (laughs) little sparrow come on little sparrow she keeps calling you little sparrow and i'm like (laughs) oh yes yeah i I recall this honestly and it's like half an hour of this nonsense and she dies and you're supposed to feel sad about the fact that she's died i couldn't i couldn't give a shit i was so happy i was like get the fuck out here get that cockney voice out yeah and then oh, and then everything's permanent every choice she makes permanent mm, and I'm yeah. like, i felt sad for this woman at a bar who had been stood up so <laughs> i proposed to her and i'm like oh shit this is permanent <laughs> see restart I, I, me and shannon we have a, a hate relationship with fable because bef- well before it came out mm. we talked about our ideas for making a video game and one of them was where your choices would affect your reputation rep- reputation within the world and things like that and your physical appearance would morph if you're good or bad so we were like peter monoyu peter monoyu peter platinum uh <laughs> platinum monoyu what's his name I have no idea. Peter, what's his face? Lionhead Studios. Anyway, Peter Montague. Anyway, he was listening in on our conversations. That's all I'm saying. That's (laughs) all I'm saying. Well, it's funny you say that as well, because when Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire came out, I always thought it would be really funny if they'd done a Pokemon Diamond, because Diamond Mm. is my birthstone. And Um. then, years and years later... What comes out? Pokemon Diamond. And I'm like, that was yeah. my idea, bitches. Because <laughs> Diamond is like the like the merging of the two or something, isn't it? 
the two games. Like you had Pokemon Blue and Pokemon Red, and then Pokemon Yellow came out. Yeah, so there's always one that's off to the side. So there's mm. Red and Blue and Yellow, uh, Ruby and Sapphire, Emerald, Emerald, uh, Diamond and Platinum, no, Diamond and Pearl, and then Platinum. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think the only one that didn't have one off to the side was Sun and Moon. Did Black and White? There wasn't a Grey. No. There were... Sword and Shield don't either. No. Did X and Y? There wasn't a Pokemon Z, so I don't think so. They kind of no. they kind of stopped doing that. Mm. It's not it's not my forte. I don't know enough about Pokemon. No, I stopped I'm playing. Terrible at it. I I'm quite good at it because I'm <laughs> I'm a completionist, you know. So, yeah. uh, but I stopped playing Pokemon for ages after I took Pokemon Sapphire and just primary school when I was playing it and somebody stole it. Oh and no. So pissed. Man. But I never played I now if that was before it was around the same time anyway, whenever Leaf Fire Red and Leaf Green came out, I had Fire Red as well. If it was just after I had that, that was the last one I played. If Sapphire was out, that was the last one I played. Mm. I never played any of the the Diamond Pearl, Black and White, X and Y, but I did yeah. play Pokemon Sun. I love that game. I love that game so much. I got Ultra Sun right after, like as soon as they were like, do you want to play this game again? But better. I was like, I sure <laughs> fucking do. <laughs> See, I think I tried to play one of the DS re-releases, whichever one it was. Shiny. I, I Oh, Heart Gold and Soul I Silver. Thought, I forgot. Heart Gold, yeah, yeah. I Soul Silver. Gold and Silver. Yeah. Uh, Soul Silver was the first Pokemon game I actually tried to play mm-hmm. i must have played for like three or four hours considerable considerable amount of time right you think mm-hmm. okay four hours of game time how far do you think i got in the game i think you got as far as the first village i could not beat the first gym uh, gym leader <laughs> yeah i had no idea I, I don't know what i'm doing mm-hmm. there's people who know what types are good against what and shit i just don't it's, sometimes I, it's kind even, of obvious like obviously water beats fire yeah 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 but sometimes like, even it's when like, i was playing sword and or shield whichever it was i was still referring to my phone app to say okay yep let's go for this type because that's they're gonna have these yeah i just like to level up all my pokemon so that it's like like so unfair like i'm going into you know a level 40 gym leader and it's like oh yeah it's gonna be really tough <laughs> to just like pull out the level 100 pikachu i have from the start yeah so your Pokemon are like those. Um, uh, a while ago, we were looking up the figurines oh, of the yeah. buff Pokemon. Yep, pretty much. Yep, pretty much. I like to well over level because I don't like to stress about these things. Yeah, yeah. I like to I just mean, I en- play yeah. and capture the the nice little animal things. See, I think I would. I should like Pokemon more than I do the video game. Yeah, because I I like I enjoy like Paper Mario and those sort of games mm-hmm. um in terms of the the battle system yeah yeah i mean it's a little bit different but still you'd think i would enjoy it but mm-hmm. i mean i don't hate it i just yeah, yeah. Did um you, did you play let's go pikachu or eevee i started it and it just yeah it was a bit too basic for me I oh like, i really no. liked that one I, yeah yeah i i like the the classic i didn't like sword and shield and i was so annoyed yeah because i'm gonna Try the new one when it comes out. Yeah, put oh Scarlet and Violet. Whatever they are, yeah. Yeah, I, I'll I'll keep trying. 
you know, and I should have like, I, I think I'm more annoyed about Sword and Shields because it was obviously set in the UK. Mm, the Pokemon yeah. is a dog with a sword. What is not to like? And it was just <laughs> bad. I, I hate uh, the whole your companion, your rival isn't your rival. It's your best friend. And yeah, okay. I hate all that. I'm like, no, no, give me, give me back Gary. We can, make, just a a str- we can make each other stronger. Friendship. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you want to, you know, make each other stronger, maybe you should pick the one that's the opposite type to mine. Like, maybe if I'm picking a fire Pokemon, don't pick the leaf mm. one. Yeah. So, <laughs> Fable on Xbox, right? You played this. I'm just tra- backtracking because <laughs> Curry's PC world? Yeah. Do you like, not have what? So you can So, you can buy a, a, a brand new motherboard and also a nice Vindaloo at the same time? <laughs> no, Curry's, Curry's is just an electronics store. Uh, I think it is literally just called Curry's now. Um, but it is C-U-R-R-Y? Curry? Apostrophe yes. S? Yeah. Okay, so I was not, mishe- not mishearing. It no. is Curry's. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I mean, it could have been as far back that it was Dixon's, which is a oh, well throwback. You were so close to saying Dick Smith's, which is <laughs> that that is where I worked with Graham, who told me about Hangin' Eleven, Dick Smith Electronics. No, this this was Dixon's, uh, which I mostly remember because they used to have one in a shopping centre called The Guile, which still exists, and it's where I park. The Guile. The Guile, the Guile shopping centre like, in Edinburgh. Okay, so Guile could either be like um, Guile from Street Fighter or it could be a Scottish way of saying girl. Actually, no, that sounds more Irish saying guile. Guile. Yeah, n- nah, I don't know. I don't know. G-Y-L-E, anyway. Uh, Neither, then. <laughs> guile Shopping said there used to be one. Guile's been around for years. Uh, but there used yep. to be a Dixon's in there, and I remember they used to sell Pokemon figures at one point. Yeah. And I got a, a James from Team Rocket. That's cool. That I've still got somewhere. He's still kicking about. <laughs> I remember it was, I think it was around my birthday and me and my mother, we were in the city just looking for things for me to have to be purchased for my birthday. Mm. And there was like some weird little store and we went in there and this was probably... No, it wasn't one of the first Pokemon things I got. It was, it cost 50 cents and it was a little Pikachu sticker. Oh. But no, the first Pokemon thing I got was, um, I think he's been on CatCam before as a little Pikachu plushie. I remember. He would, he, he would squeak when you would shake him, which doesn't make any sense <laughs> for, for Pikachu. I mean, I guess if you picked up an electric mouse and shook it, it would probably squeak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember, I know that the first, the first handheld console we ever got was Game Boy Color. Um, okay. And we yeah, got well, it on that's... holiday. So I have, I think it was legit. I think it was a legit console. I have no idea. Oh, probably. But certainly the games you got, do you remember <laughs> no, those yeah, compilation okay. games that was like 50 games yeah, like on one cartridge? 50 in one, yeah. Yeah. I miss those <laughs> games. They were good. Uh, um. So is this uh, in the era of Game Boy Color, though? This is pre-Game Boy Advance release? Oh, yeah, well before. Like, okay. 97, maybe. Whenever Game Boy Color came okay. out, we had it. Yeah. Um, but we got it on Honsley, we got those cartridges, and one of the cartridges had Pokemon Yellow on it. Mm. Um, and that Christmas, my Uncle Graham, uh, owner, Graham. Of, owner of Rolo, 
Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, Uncle Graham got me Pokemon Red and Mitchell Pokemon Blue. And I still have that game cartridge. Good. You should never get rid of game cartridges, no. really. It's got a level 100 Charizard on it. I remember because oh, my neighbor yeah. swapped it to me when I still had like two badges. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it kept falling asleep. <laughs> Very anime uh, accurate. The, yes, yeah. Um, the first handheld console I had was the Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. because I, I never really cared for the Game Boy or Game Boy Color just didn't appeal to me um and i purchased it with my own money because Mm -hmm. i was working at the time i was i say working at the time i had a part-time job while i was in school yeah and um it was it was literally nintendo's marketing that made me want it Mm. and it was one of them was an ad for super mario advance Mm. where it's um a japanese guy waiting in an airport or something and it's like, there's a voiceover that says, uh, pluck vegetables from the ground and throw them at your enemies. And the guy just picks this turnip up out of the ground and throws it at some dude. And it's like, pick up enemies and throw them at your other enemies. And he picks up this guy and throws it <laughs> at another guy. And I don't remember what the, the Mario Kart ad was as well, but it was like, yep, I think I'm going to buy a Game Boy Advance. So I, I, I purchased a Game Boy Advance and Mario Kart um, Super Circuit. Oh. I did have the Game Boy Advance. I I think Game Boy Advance was my favourite console. It certainly had a lot mm. of my favourite informative games on there, including a lot of Dragon Which... Ball ones. Ah. A dra- f- forget the games. Forget the games. Which colour console was it? Silver. Oh, see, mine was that sort of translucent purple. I knew you were going to say that. I don't know why. Like that. But... Yeah. Uh... Um, and having said that, I do have a silver one as well. <laughs> Um, th- th- these are the perks of having worked in a video game store mm-hmm. is, uh, this was the time, this was, uh, no longer the age of Game Boy. It was DS. Yeah. So there was still, uh, these older stocks in store and I moved from one store to another and they were still there. Did not exist in the system at all. Even if they did, we couldn't sell them. So I'm just like, done. I'll have that. I brought home like three Game Boy um, advances. Oh my god! <laughs> They're just sitting, sitting. I was like, "These would be great to play um, uh, Legend of Zelda Four Swords." Mm. And I don't have three other friends to play with. <laughs> Do you still have them? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've got. I've also got a red Game Boy Advance SP. Uh, my Game Boy Advance SP died a long time ago. It was this. I think I had a silver one, and yeah, it met a. I don't know how it died. Water damage. I don't know how, when, or why, but it happened. I so got, I've got a few Game Boy Advances. I got rid of mine and I'm so gutted. I mm. really wish I'd kept that, but I got rid of it because, <laughs> and I'll never forget it, way back when, but just as the DS was announced for like, you know, America, Japan, whatever, yes. um, there was concept art in a Nintendo magazine. And I said to my mom and dad, I want that for Christmas. Ah. <laughs> dad ordered it from america so oh, i think really yeah i think me and my brother were the first people to have a nintendo ds in the uk wow wow yeah. so it probably was it probably wasn't um previs art it was probably or renders or anything like that it was probably the um the prototype versions with like the orange shoulder buttons and that in the magazine that you saw 
it, do you know what? It wasn't even. <laughs> it was literally a drawing. It was literally a sketch. Oh, think, here's our oh, new okay. puzzle. <laughs> it was like wow. the worst. It was like a doodle. It wasn't even a sketch. It wasn't even. <laughs> actual proper concept art it was somebody drawing boxes and saying we're going to make this yeah and me saying to my mom i want that <laughs> through to, i don't even remember what year the ds came out now i was in i was in primary school maybe primary mm. six or seven so i would have yeah. maybe been about nine so maybe about 2002 2003 maybe i'm gonna say yeah it was after high school for me so 2003 plus yeah um, the plan was when my, me and my brother got them. The plan was uh, to you purchase them and spend the whole day on like a train going between the city and back near home, and just like playing whatever games we had across mm. like this wireless technology using the PictoChat feature because oh, there's some other one, some other person might be on the train and they might join in on the PictoChat, and it's like mm. one, we never did that. And two, for good reason, because there was never anyone around using PictoChat. Yeah. I think we used it once when we were on a plane somewhere and this other child this, who couldn't write was oh, using no. PictoChat. You know, it was literally just scribbles. I think this child was... Yeah. I don't think the parents realised this kid was on PictoChat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I that one, that, that memory holds a special place in my... Getting consoles mm. from my parents always holds a special place in my heart. Because I've told you the story about when I got the Xbox 360. I don't think so, no. So, um, my dad... <laughs> it sounds like I'm going off on a tangent, I'm not. My dad worked <laughs> for BT, British Telecom, as we know. And he used to do a lot of shifts on Christmas Day. Because mm. you were getting, like, triple pay to sit and do oh, nothing. Yeah. You know? It would pay for Christmas. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It was, it was too good. The money was too good for him to say no. And we were yeah. like, you know, we're old enough, we don't mind. So we would get up at like two or three o'clock in the morning. We would get up early so that we could, you know, open our presents with dad and he could go off to work and whatever. Yeah. Um, so we did that, got our presents and, you know, opened our main things and stuff. And then dad was like, oh, Mitchell, you come out and help me take some stuff in. And I'm just, you know, sitting there on the couch. My mom's like, you need to go out and help dad. And I was like, why? <laughs> She's like, no, you need to go out. <sighs> Christmas, do I have to? She's like, yes. I was like, oh, okay. And I get out to the garage and Mitchell had got a pool table that was set up oh, in the garage. Wow. And there was a bag there for me that was the Xbox 360. Nice. So, yeah, that holds a, a fun I, I would have been excited with both of those things, <laughs> a pool table and an Xbox 360. That's a that's a good Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. See, it was one year... It was 1997, I guess, mm -hmm. um, when the, the first time I ever saw a Nintendo 64 is in Australia. They had this like uh, a van, I guess it was, that mm -hmm. would go around the country. And this was before the 64 had been released, at least in Australia. Um, and, and it had like panels on the side, which opened up and there was TVs behind it with uh, Nintendo 64 consoles. Uh-huh. And this was to, to show it off. And the first time I saw it was at Mirabooka Square Shopping Center. Mm -hmm. And we hadn't heard of it. We were not savvy to the internet or anything like that. So mm -hmm. we had no clue. 
and we saw it and it's like oh it's it's a 3d game so it must be like a, a playstation or something mm. and then my mom was like no no it's definitely nintendo look it says nintendo and we're like what the fuck that's not possible and we see like mario 64 and being played in that and mm-hmm. the lines were so long we didn't get it we didn't get the opportunity to play them mm-hmm. um but that that year um i don't Apparently, it had already been discussed. Oh, are you going to get a PlayStation or a Nintendo 64 for Christmas? This was like between the three of us, three yeah. brothers. And it's like, I don't remember this conversation. Of course, it's a Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that, that was... Um, I, I like to consider that the first real console we were mm-hmm. purchased. Um, like before then, my brother had a, a NES, an NES, a Nintendo yeah. Entertainment System, which was purchased brand new for his birthday one year. Mm-hmm. But the Super Nintendo was already out. So mm-hmm. it was already an old console at the time. Yeah. Um, we didn't have a Super Nintendo until much later, which I, I, I t- I t- I t- I'll tell you about it later because I only reread this thing I wrote about it, which never got published. Yeah. Um, but it's I want, I want your opinion on it. Um, actually, I might publish it and we'll get the, the cheese bags opinion on it as well because yeah. I was reading it and I don't remember writing it and I was <laughs> laughing at it. So I, I must be pretty fucking funny. Uh, that's all I want to know is well, if people find it funny or not. Um, but before then, we would get um, multiple years, Sega consoles, yeah, uh, which secondhand, obviously. But we got the, the Sega Master System and the Mega Drive or Genesis in, in the US. And, of course, the stu- I, there's no good way to give a console and games as a gift unless it's all packaged as one thing. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's like, um, well, we'll give you this one first. You open it. It's, it's a game. It's like, well, gee, I wonder what else is going to be appearing in this wrapping paper. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we, we got... But we liked them as well. Mm. We 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 weren't aware of like console wars between Nintendo and Sega. We didn't give a shit. It was video games to us. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it was Sega then, that started the whole console war thing, wasn't it? Because Sega does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> but on uh, just just as a side note, Sega Mega Drive is a much better name than Sega Genesis. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's got the like, rhyme in, because we do yeah. have a Mega Drive kicking about with the original sonic and stuff yep. and it was it's dead funny it's um because it, it's actually my dad's uh, mm. and <laughs> he set it up maybe three times on his own and he can't play it yeah. he can't get sonic to move and sonic just stands there tapping his foot so the controller or something is fucked no no it's just him it's just him he, you push uh you push right and the end <laughs> right and a yeah down yeah. every now and then yeah, it's. I keep saying that we need to. I need to get him set up on, like, get him a PlayStation, get him set up, and he's like, yeah. I can't do stuff you, like that. I, I was like, I think it would like, be funny. You can play them all on, like, if he likes Sonic, then he. Oh, he's probably. By the sounds of it, he's never played Sonic. Yeah, he's seen Just, Sonic. Yeah. He's, Don't he's give seen him the Sonic character 06. on the screen. <laughs> yeah. So he knows the blue hedgehog. Yeah. Um, I keep. Because I've got a second controller for the PlayStation 5, so I keep threatening. I'm going to bring it downstairs and ah, yes. play something. It's like, no! <laughs> what was the first console you purchased with your own money then? I think it was the Nintendo 2DS. And it would have been... Yep. okay. I, c- I can remember when I purchased it and why. I bought it 2016. Uh, 
on Amazon so that it would arrive April 1st, 2016 mm. for my birthday. Yep. Um, and then the year after, uh, I'm sure it's the year after, 17 or 18 anyway, uh, I mm. bought the Nintendo Switch. Okay, wow. That's all right. So my, my first console that I purchased with my own money, uh, yes, it would have technically the Game Boy Advance then, mm. but then it would have been like, that, I consider that a handheld, not a console. The first yeah. home console was the GameCube. Oh, if we're, I, oh yeah, I suppose we're actually talking home console switches, technically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, vi video game system. Let's go with that. Yeah. But yeah, so ever since the GameCube, I've purchased, everything has been purchased with my own money, which... Mm. Makes me sad that I yeah. have to spend that money myself now. Yeah, I enjoy I enjoy buying my own consoles because you get it, you know it's coming, you know it's there's mm. there's the thrill of the purchase. Yeah. Uh, but I do I do miss the days when you get a console for Christmas. <laughs> See, I lost the thrill of the purchase um, from working in a video game store. It it mm. ruins the adventure because there there was adventures on buying video games and video game related stuff. Yeah. It's like getting the console the first time, like the, the GameCube. Mm -hmm. We purchased, I think it was with um, uh, Rogue Squadron. Yeah. But the game we really wanted was Super Smash Brothers, which didn't come out till like a week later or something like that. Uh, and um, we, we, we only had one controller with the GameCube, <laughs> but we convinced my dad. It's, well, actually, he, it was his suggestion. He's like, look, if you buy the game, I will buy you a second controller. It's like, yes, but we don't have enough money for that. No, no, we did. He didn't have enough cash on him or whatever to purchase the game. Uh. And my brother uh, had a big trash bin with a plastic bag in it that he would just put all his loose change in. <laughs> so, yep. So my dad's like, all right, it's like a hundred bucks for a controller, right? Mm -hmm. So he, he had some notes and we made up the rest with coins, like, a lot of coins from this yeah. trash basket mm -hmm. and um to make sure they're all right we counted it all before at home on the kitchen sink i don't know why on the kitchen sink and then we put it all in a plastic bag and took it there and when we uh are paying for this con controller and super smash brothers melee the person at the counter she's counting off the coins she's halfway through and she just looks up and says why is this money wet Oh, <laughs> me and Ryan, we just lose it laughing. It's like it's okay. It was because it was counted on the kitchen sink. It was just a weird thing to think that we didn't even consider that the money was going to be wet. <laughs> oh, yuck! But is adventures like that just got ruined from working in a video game store? Because it's like, oh, mm -hmm. this game is out today. Cool, off the shelf. Yeah, yeah. Like, because I, I didn't player buy consoles for a long time uh, yeah but i think maybe in must have been 2018 i got a playstation at yeah. first like because I, I think i'd sold my xbox by this point because it's like i don't play it i finished the games i want to play the only thing i was putting it up for was a uh, castlevania and i was like i've completed mm. this game there's nothing to do this is it's not connected to the internet so there's no achievements yeah nah, just hand in uh, so i got playstation and this was just after i had glandular fever so i was like trying to i had no concentration i was like trying to find something to build that up or something to kill time and that actually yeah. helped a lot and that was so exciting getting that honestly so exciting and even even buying like the playstation 5 
now because it's the first that's the first one i've bought launch day <laughs> that, that buying the ps5 is it, more than anything was fucking stressful oh oh yeah oh yeah because i didn't buy the playstation 5 launch day i bought the xbox i pre-ordered mm. the xbox for launch getting consoles at the moment is it's it's not easy it's a roulette it's 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 literally refreshing a website so many times uh, luckily me and my no my brother didn't even get a launch console i i got the launch console he, he couldn't get one yeah and um we ended up when there was a second batch of of consoles mm. um we we were both on the same website refreshing getting them and we both ended up buying one so we ended up with three consoles in the end Okay. Yeah, I wasn't going to scalp it. I sold it at a reasonable price. Yeah, because I ordered, I got the PlayStation Five for my birthday last year. Mm. Yeah, it must be my birthday last year. But I got the digital version, and then oh, okay. obviously I realised that I couldn't play stuff like Deadpool or anything I actually had on disc on it that you already owned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, well, because even with Deadpool, it's not on the store. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was like, oh. So I had a look, I tried to get a PlayStation 5 disc version, found that, got it uh, for a couple of weeks before my birthday this year and mm. sold the, the disc version, the, not in, yeah. the digital, digital version. So yeah. I feel a bit like an arsehole because I'm like, I've already had my, I've already been lucky. But Yeah, yeah. Well, this last batch, um, it's either they've had more consoles or they're selling slower, but like nine hours after they went available for pre-order that was still available i think they've b managed to make more I remember this was because like it's... this last week yeah for, for um to go very very technical into it it's a new model it's not a new yeah, playstation yeah. it's a new model where they've like trimmed some stuff down they've moved some stuff it's a bit lighter yeah so they've managed to i think they've managed to actually make more yeah so back in the day new models i've we would go for all of the new models working in a video game store. Mm -hmm. We had the ability to. I mean, talking about working in a video game store, I, I, when I first started working for game, there was still a um, shortage of Wiis. So nothing's changed really, I guess. Yeah. But, but, but I, yeah. The, Wii, the Wii was something else though. That Oh, yeah. That took on a life of its own. There's still a, mm. I mean, there's still a Wii because my grandpa lives at Sheltered Housing. And in their mm. lounge, they're still a wee <laughs> kicking about well, in there for the field folk. It's something that they can easily play. Yeah. I don't think they do play it anymore, but certainly there was a mm. good long time where Grandpa would go down and play golf on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Working at Dick Smith Electronics with Graham, uh, he loved the Wii because he mm. loved Wii bowling. And uh, so I, because I set it up, so, you know, to sell them and you're not really meant to do that mm -hmm. at the time at the store, but boss was fine with it. Manager was fine. And um, every day we would play Wii bowling when there was no one in store. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the other guys, uh, he, he had a seven ten split, right? Which mm -hmm. is like the two pins on the opposite corners. No, it was me. I had the seven ten split mm -hmm. and I turned and said to him, if I pick this up, what will you give me? He's like, I'll give you a million dollars. And of course, I picked it up. And mm. he just like walked out of the store. Uh, but no, Graham loved it. So older people did like the Switch, I reckon, more than younger people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did go through a phase. Not the Switch, the Wii. 
Yeah. Well, I think I've said to you before, I went through a phase in the pandemic where I was buying old consoles and kind of tinkering about with them. I do have a a Wii U sitting up in the attic, you know, and and I did make them all, all the consoles I bought, I put them in working order. So I've got a a GameCube, I've got a a Wii U, but it's just bad. It's just Mm. bad. What do you mean bad? Just bad. It's just horrible to play. Yeah, and no, well, storefront and stuff, and I think that's maybe because it's aged poorly. But mm. like, wow, Wii U is not great. Um, but there are some good games on it. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, my brother sent me a comic the other day, yesterday, day before. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was. Hang on, I'll find it. <laughs> so it's a comic of a guy holding up a, a video game, and the video game is Super Mario Galaxy. And he says, does anybody else remember this old gem? And he's being, like, celebrated and, like, yay, we remember it. And there's a guy saying, what? That game just came out. And then the last couple of panels is that that guy is actually an old guy with a walking frame and saying, oh, God. <laughs> and I, I kind of like, oh, yeah, funny, whatever. And then with the Nintendo Direct, right, mm-hmm. they announced Pikmin 4. Pikmin oh. 3 came out on Wii U. And I'm like, there was a long time between Pikmin 2 and Pikmin 3. I did the maths. When Pikmin 4 comes out, more time will have passed between the release of Pikmin 3 and Pikmin 4 than what Pikmin 2 and Pikmin 3 was. Is that a lot? It, it, like, is that it a like meme? Nine, that meme I'm not it getting. Was, <laughs> it was nine, it was, I think it was nine years between Pikmin 2 and Pikmin 3. Oof. And it's going to be like 11 years between Pikmin 3 and Pikmin 4. So by that logic... So what I'm saying is it felt like such a long fucking time between 2 and 3 and it feels like nothing between 3 and 4. That's, yeah, that's weird. Hmm. And so I lived that goddamn comic mm. and didn't even realise it. Yeah. <laughs> it's now time for an unannounced promotional break. This show is brought to you by Podcast. Correct. <laughs> I don't know the name of the podcast. The name of the podcast is Bread and Butter, a Hearthstone podcast, which is a new podcast from our buddy Tito. And hi, Tito. His co-host, hi, Tito, and his co-host, Doc. And it's, I don't know anything about Hearthstone, but I like trading no. card games. Oh, I know. And I like is online things. A game from a game. It's a game within a game. I heard you like Ooh. games. So we're putting a game in your game so you can game while you game. <laughs> So yeah, so I I think I should I'll be checking that out to see for what's up. I do like I do like collecting things, and um, we love Tito, and we we support our pals in the show. And if you see the the banner on their Twitter, their cover art, it may seem very familiar to you. You know, I stumbled across that by accident, and I saw it. I was like, oh wow, that's something that Brogan never told me was happening. Brogan never said that they were doing any artwork. And then I saw something else, like the Hey Scoops artwork. Like, Brogan never told me that was happening either. But apparently, it all happened like <laughs> the morning when I was asleep. It, it all, it literally all happened within like a two or three hour yeah. period. I'm not Only saying, because I'm not saying you have to tell me about every single art project you do. I just felt a little I felt left so out. bad. I felt <laughs> a little left out. That was all. That was all. That's why I sent you the final one before I posted it. I was like, here's a preview. I'm sorry. <laughs> With the, the abomination that I I done I committed art crimes and ICS endorsed them. Yeah. <laughs> With the hunky pigs that turned into the hunky boys. We don't know when this fake advertisement is getting inserted into the show, but you're going into like art talk and spoilers, there is no art talk in this episode. <laughs> we we completely forgot. 
uh, to talk about this, but yes, that Brogan, Brogan made art crimes. There's there's nothing much to tell. Brogan made art crimes. Yeah. Uh, and did a commission. There was butts. And that's yes, pig butts. Big butts. I made a joke and Slicking said I want that for ICS. And I said, like, ah, cool. Try getting that past the boys. <laughs> and they took it. <laughs> My late three AM doodle. <laughs> and there is our fake advertisement segment. Brought to you by what we already said. Games are good. We did a lot of a lot of video game talk today. A lot isn't of video it? game talk. You know. Speaking cheese, of cheese video bags, games. what should I play next? Yeah. <laughs> What game well, should actually, I try to platinum next? <laughs> we are we are going to try and play Portal Two co-op mode on 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 Twitch, yeah. so cheese bags can watch. Yeah, because I've never played. I think we said this before. I've never played any of the Portal games. I'm aware of no. them. I know the, the plots and memes and stuff, but no. never played them. I'm playing Portal Two at the moment, and legitimately, it might be the best game within the last decade. Hmm. It's it's a it is a good game. When you say la- best game within the last decade, do you mean this re-release or do you mean Portal in general? Because I think Portal's older than a decade old. Portal Two, hang on. Portal Two, Portal Two came out in two thousand and eleven. So yeah, eleven years ago. So just over a okay. decade. <laughs> Whatevs. <laughs> I thought it was two thousand and seven. That's why I'm. I was like, no, no, that'd be Portal One. Yeah, in Orange Box. That yeah. it's the orange box I'm thinking of. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, uh, Portal Two is very good game. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do much, if anything, wrong. Yeah. And we've talked about Portal before, so we're not going to talk about it more. <laughs> um, but we are. Yeah, we're still talking about video games then. So I, I've got some complaints about video games. If we want to hear them, oh. it's not so much video games, but it is. It's coffee talk worthy, I guess. Let's go for it. All right, coffee talk theme now, which we don't have. It might be the talk turtle talking. Let's it's go with time that. for coffee talk. It's time for coffee talk, saving those turtles one straw at a time. So let's start with coffee talk being not about video games and not even about coffee because it's the it's the usual complaints. It's, it's just <laughs> like sizing and making them wrong and that and look. It's it, it bothers me, but I don't do anything about it. So it's my fault as well. So we're not talking about that. But it starts off with building a shelf. Uh, yesterday, I built a shelf. Ooh. And I'm like, you know what? This is going to be good for me. It's going to be cathartic because it's flat pack furniture. It's probably going to anger me a bit. I'm probably going to do stuff wrong. Gives me the opportunity to rage at something unimportant. Of course, went swimmingly. So I didn't get to have that release. It's no, I made it no issues, no problems, like whatever. But then my computer starts fucking up on me. Oh, yeah. That's not the... I don't want rages for real reasons. Mm-hmm. It's been... Yeah. That, that's that, I, I've tried working on it for like two hours, trying to get it working nicely and properly and still no good. So it's like... I'm going to play some video games. What should I play? I know. I purchased Lego uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga months ago or whatever. Maybe I should play that. So I put the disc in the PS5 console for the first time. A game needs to install off the disc. Mm-hmm. And it's not installing. It just says error, random error. It's like, okay, I mustn't have enough space. So I go into my um, space area. What's it called? <laughs> Storage. <Yeah>. And... Uh, <laughs> 
I'll go into my space area and I just delete some games that I'm not playing at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I check the back of the case. 45 gig is all you need. It's like, cool. I've got 54 gig available. I hit the install button. Still nothing. Still error. So I'm like, okay, I'll reset the console. Still won't do it. It's like, this is some fucking bullshit. I did some research into it. Turns out you need more space to install the game. Yes, it only needs 45 gig, but you needed like 70 gig free. This is any game as well. You need a buffer of like 20, 30 gig or something for it to be able to install. Oh, right. Doesn't make any sense. I had no idea. I suppose because I don't, I don't keep a lot of games saved, like downloaded on my console. I keep Penn and Teller VR, uh, and I keep uh, Saints Row the Third installed mm. as a backup. And once that's played, that will go, and I'll download another one that's a a backup yeah. if the it's internet's not working. To, yeah, it's easy enough to re-download the actual game, but you yeah. just keep your save files anyway. Yeah, or on the cloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've right, I, I've never you. I've never experienced that problem. How very odd. <laughs> Just basically say I've never had that problem because I don't save games and I don't know if I should be doing that. If, if I should be keeping games downloaded to my console, but it seems like a lot well, of people no. do, and I'm like, you don't, don't need know. to. No, it's not at all. It's they're, they're available to re-download at any time. You know, exactly. currently in, in the world we live in. Uh, just even, a problem if you want to play games on games. newer systems. I even like once I'm done with a game, like finished a game, I know I'm not going to play it. It's on my collection. Hide. I'm like, I don't want to see that on my list. Yeah. Just so it doesn't show up on the front screen or what? No. So you know when you go into your collection and you're looking at all your games? When I go into my space area, yeah. In in your space area. And it lists all the games that that are on your system uh, or on your account even. You know, if you you can click and hide them. So it just doesn't show up in your list and it looks like you don't have them. You can show them up again. Yeah, yeah. You can unhide them. Yeah. Okay. But I, I like to I like to see which ones that I plan on playing. Mm. Okay, that's that's all right then. Yeah, especially when you get stuff like on PS Plus, and you're like, I'm mm, getting this because it's free. Yeah. I'm never going to play this. Well, that's good. I'm going to start hiding shit on PlayStation Plus. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That's brought me back down to earth a little bit through coffee talk. Mm-hmm. There's a solution to a problem, but I do have one more thing to discuss, mm-hmm. and this is. If anything, it's just to keep our stature as the number one license plate talk podcast. <laughs> it's been a while. Let's have an update. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. That's it. We're out of coffee talk. We're into license plate talk. Vanity license plates. License plate now, talk theme. Someone make a theme for oh, this. <laughs> I was driving, as one does when you mostly see license plates, and I was behind a, a minivan, right? Minivan, we know the type of people you you expect to drive a minivan. Families, it's families, basically. <laughs> the license plate, it was the numeral two and the letters M-N-Y-K-I-D-S. Too many kids. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a people movie you've got. You've got too many kids. And then I see the sticker on the back of the windshield that says, Mum Life. Make up your fucking mind, Susan. You got yourself into this mess. <laughs> is, this... is it too many kids or are you a fucking mum for life? Mum life, yo, yeah, pounds chest. That's all about me, but I got too many kids. <laughs> fucking pick a lane. It's like, this sounds like a you problem. <laughs> yeah. It's like, not like sure, mum life, put that on the back of your car 
and too many kids on your license plate, you just pushing too much information for me who doesn't care about your life whatsoever to say you have children. And you're, you, it's crossing stream. Your messaging is not on point. You, you're saying that you hate your kids and you like your kids at the same time. You, you regret your life, but you love your life. That's no, the thing I hate about. All, that's the thing I hate about all these parent TikTok online meme mum life mm. things when they're like, you know, it's like you're having kids to complain about kids. Like just, just don't have kids. You don't have that, to have kids. That's probably the you can way get to cats, go in this you world. You can get dogs. If you live in yeah. Perth, Australia, you can get pigs. That's right. Oh, yeah, we got to post those images, yeah. Uh, we're recording this a couple of days after the latest episode just launched, so uh, we need to put some photos up on Instagram and Twitter and all that. Um, speaking of Twitter, the results of the latest poll, which As we talked about last episode, yep. it, it's finalised. As expected, I recovered a little bit. I'm I'm happy with these results. You made a up... desperate plea, scratching <laughs> Mufasa hanging off the how, cliff. Brother, help how me! How dare you, you suggest t- such a thing? <laughs> That's a hundred percent what you did. It's like, please, yes. Yes, please it is. give me some dignity. You got like two extra votes, and I'm yes, not convinced but... one of them wasn't you. <laughs> No, it wasn't. None of them were me. Oh, no, I did vote for myself eventually, yeah. Yeah. But we ended up with a 70-30% uh, split, which, acceptable. Yeah. Very acceptable. Mm-hmm. But speaking of which, should we go into a, an accent challenge? We shall. We shall. Now, we were talking about Highlander mm-hmm. and Christopher Lambert, a.k.a. Christoph Lambert. So why don't we go for a, um, a Highlander quote? I think we should, Yes. Good, because we already lined one up. <laughs> Behind the scenes talk. <laughs> yeah. We've totally not discussed this before. No. Uh, but, uh, let, we're going to try something a little bit different, and we're going to play the quote, an audio version of the quote first mm-hmm. for, for you dear listeners to hear, for something to compare us against. I mean, now this, this, this is um, when Connor McLeod reveals himself to the love interest in the film. Now, Christopher Lambert, I think he is attempting a Scottish accent. Either way, we're going to be doing better. So yeah. we are both winners in this challenge. Yeah. I'm Conor MacLeod of the Clan MacLeod. I was born in 1518 in the village of Glenfinnan on the shores of Loch Shiel. And I am immortal. You know, the bar is so fucking low. Oh, it, it, if this was a limbo competition, no one would pass this round. No, no. <laughs> so we just need to discuss oh, how we we doing. We're both doing Aussie and Scottish. Is that the plan here? We're both definitely doing Scottish. Uh, oh, so that means we're both doing Aussie then. Yeah. Yeah. Unless unless uh, you want to do it in an Aussie accent and I do it in a Scottish accent, or well, that we have to we we do that naturally anyway. Yeah. We have this discussion every time. <laughs> but look, look, all right. Some, we'll sometimes now. we do different accents and we don't know what we're going to do until it gets to this well, point. Well, yeah, to be fair, we did do... To be fair. Um, to be fair uh, we did do the American accent last time. So it, I think it's we need to stick more to our roots. Yeah. Um, and we'll go for... Uh, who went first last time? I think it was me, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So it's your turn to go first for this very fine 
Connor McLeod revelation speech. It's not really a speech, it's a couple of lines. And then, of course, I like the idea of having music behind it, so I'm going to play like some sort of bagpipe music or something. <laughs> I hear bagpipe music on the regular. That's, yes. that's, that's not even like... It means nothing to you. It really does. I mean, there's a, there's always weddings outside my work. It's oh, yeah. ridiculous. Well, when we do uh, an Aussie quote, we'll have like didgeridoos playing. <laughs> the same music, but as didgeridoos. Or that, uh, there's a mouth thing that goes boing, 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 boing. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> the boing, boing but, thing. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll link you to that later. <laughs> right. Anytime you are ready. We're just doing our own accents first just, and then switching. Just your or... accent. Yep. Do it with passion. <laughs> I hate, we're I not hate just we're... reading it. We're just not reading it for the sake of reading it. We're, 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 trying, to, we're trying to convey emotion. I am Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. I was born in 1518 in the village of Glenfinnan on the shores of Loch Shiel. And I am immortal. Amazing. Amazing. I'm sad that he didn't say he was the Highlander, because then we would have been able to applaud, like movie night. That's true. Should we just add that? Should we have applause? We'll edit in some applause? <laughs> yeah, let's And I am that. immortal. And I am... Uh, no, hang on. I am immortal. And I am a Highlander. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that felt forced. Yeah. We, we, we can't force Highlander. <laughs> See? Look, already, Scottish accent versus Scottish accent, you've kicked the shit out of Christopher Lambert. Uh-huh. Go home, Christoph Lambert. <laughs> okay, I guess that means I need to um to to do my Aussie accent of this. Oh. <laughs> uh, yep. Okay. Here we go. I- I'm like you. I it's like I've forgotten it's how hard. to speak in an Australian accent. Because you want to if you you want to go into like the accent that it's in, don't you? Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. I'm Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. I was born in 1518 in the village of Glenfinnan on the shores of Loch Shiel, and I am immortal. There we go. Yeah. It doesn't sound that great for, like, this big reveal moment in a movie, does it? Yeah, but at the same time, we're not including the part where he gives the knife to her and she and makes her stab him. Oh, yeah. Stabby <laughs> little bitch, yeah. I'm talking about um, Christopher Lambert there, not yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We need to transmorph our accents. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a. I think before we went diddly do and whatever, but we're not doing that. That's just silly. <laughs> sound effect is going to be edited in here in post. <laughs> Excuse me, I am the only sound effect on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brogan, what's it like? How does it feel to now be Australian? All I can think is Monty Python and Bruce. <laughs> what, what about Bruce, Bruce the Shark? Hey, Bruce. So, do you feel? Do you need a keyword to or a key phrase to get into it? Bruce Ayers in charge of the sheep dip. Like, more right. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm assuming that is from the Monty Python thing. That is. Do Do you know that bit? No, I don't. They're all They're all philosophers. That's where the philosopher songs come from. Oh, okay. Which, which you have no idea what I'm talking about. So I will have to link it to you later. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just going to give you a, a bit of a um tip here for doing this in an Australian accent. The first word should keep you in it the whole time. So it's not just I, it's I I I I I I don't know if I meant to just keep going or if you're just like expecting me to repeat it. Go on to I am. I am. No, see that didn't sound right. 
to I. I. I don't, again, I don't know if I'm meant to go up. <laughs> Look, on your cue. On right, your cue. we are waiting on <laughs> Oh, no, no, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we are unprofessional. <laughs> yeah. I'm just buying Conum- time because I don't... Oh, sorry. Sorry. You <laughs> started. I was just saying I'm buying time because I, I, I don't want to do the Scottish accent. I am Conor McLeod of the Climb McLeod. I was born in eight fifth. I'm going to start again because I said that wrong. That's fine. Yeah, and you, yeah. you threw me off. You th- we, we can do second takes. I wasn't even talking. What are you talking about? Because <laughs> I'd already started. <laughs> and then you oh, talked the first over time. Me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's fair. <laughs> right. Are you done? Have you anything to say? You're good. You're shaking your head. <laughs> I think I've given Wayne a complex. <laughs> Heaven forbid I throw you up again. <laughs> right. Should she have the one, two, three clap for starting accents? (laughs) (laughs) I am Connor McLeod, the Clan McLeod. I was born in 1518 in the village of Glenfinnan on the shores of Loch Shale, and I am immortal. It's very good. Uh, When you were doing that, I feel like when you said Loch Shale, you could have not skipped a beat and gone with Loch (laughs) Sheila to make it even more Aussie. Yeah. I, uh, that's how good that accent was. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to have to do this Scottish. I need to find my keyword. It's a well-known fact, Sonny Jim. But then I could do... I could do my Sean Connery. He, he is in the movie. Mm-hmm. You're a mortal, Highlander. You cannot die. Um, is canny a word? Canny, yeah. And what does that mean? Cannot. cannot. Oh, good. So it is so, right. So nay. Yeah. So nay is not, essentially. Nay. Nay is no. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can't okay. do that. Go, yeah. You can't. You can't. All right. I may need a couple of goes as well. <laughs> it's a well-known fact, Sonny Jim. I am Connor McLeod. McLeod. Okay. I'm going for it. Mm-hmm. I'm Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. I was born in 1518 in the village of Glenfinnan on the shores of Loch Shiel, and I am immortal. Ooh. Ooh, that was very good. I feel like that was a strong one. That, I that fe- could be I my feel like first that, that strong accent. I feel like that accent will be Yvonne approved. Ooh, very good. <laughs> Though I was not trying to channel Mike Myers. No, you were channeling Sean Connery. Different. No, team. no, I wasn't. No, no. Sean Connery. Sean Connery is uh, an accent of his own, really. Yeah, that's. I think Sean Connery even said one time that um, he is just trying to live up to Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to his, his his voice, Sean Connery is a is a state of mind. <laughs> That's right. I mean, Sean Connery is also quoted of saying it's fair game to hit a woman with an open palm. So, if we can hit him back, that's all right. With yeah, me. there you go. So, um, on that note, dear listeners, uh, go to Twitter and at NicePodBud and vote for who you think performed better. And as always, use use your own vote, voting criteria. We don't care. Mm-hmm. I, look, it may sound like that I complain when I lose, but who doesn't complain when they lose? Uh, we're just having fun. So, yeah, vote for either Brogan or myself. Uh, and you can, you can you can even comment and not leave a reason why. You can hint to why. You can do whatever you want. We yes. appreciate it all. Uh-huh. And uh, if we look like can... we're complaining, we're not, because we only complain about things that we can laugh about. So it's right. never real complaining. So yeah. have at it. But hmm. 
don't tell me if you vote for Wayne over me because I will cry. Thanks. Uh, if we're gonna if we've got something to complain about about you, we will complain to your goddamn face, and then you will know that we are complaining. Yeah. Or you might show up on Coffee Talk, and then you know it's serious. <laughs> But yeah, at NicePodBud on Twitter, uh, be pinned to the top of our profile. You can also find us on other social medias, Facebook, Instagram, even on that Tumblr thing. Uh, I posted something on Imager yesterday as well. So, mate, you, you can find us at NicePodBud at all social media. If you want to talk to us, uh, if you've got any questions for the show, any statements for us, you can either go to nicepodbud.com and use the contact form at the top of the page, or you can uh, email us uh, admin at nicepodbud.com. And uh, keep an eye out on it, Twitch as well, because we're both yeah. dropping in and out. We, we don't know when and what we'll do. What are you on Twitch? Is it at 7 billion needles? I am. I was at 7 billion scoops for a while, but then it felt weird. Mm. So I'm back to 7 billion needles. Cool. And I believe that is also Twitter at 7 billion needles. If you want to talk to Brogan. Everything I could get my grubby little hands on is 7 billion needles. And if you want to talk to Wayne at any social media, apart from Facebook, it's at Wayne Geo. That's right. And that includes Twitch. I, I mean, on Twitch, I, I mostly do comic drawing streams. Usually it is uh, Saturday mornings, 8.30am, West Australia Standard Time. You do the time conversion. I'm not doing it for you. Or you can just go to um, this, my Twitch schedule and that will tell you in your local time. Uh, other than that, go to, go to iTunes and leave us a review. We've only no. got one review so far and it's by me trying to drum up attention for more reviews. And Brogan, I hear that people should be like keeping an eye on our like social space for some reason. Is, is that right? I think they should, because if for any reason you like the show and maybe want something about it upon your person, on your body, then, then go get a tattoo of, hey, buddy, nice <laughs> podcast. Yes, please do. But no, please don't. No, please don't. don't. That's terrible. No, please that's a terrible don't. That's idea. a bad idea. That's fucking, a bad idea. fucking abort, abort. idiot if you do that. Never, ever. And if you do, pics or it didn't happen. Absolutely. But you know, if you would, if you would like to support the show in some small, tiny way, keep an eye out on our socials for a possible merch announcement coming soon. Mm. You can have us on your bodies. Not in that way. Don't think like that. <laughs> It was inevitable. There's two artists here. Of course, we were going to have merch. But mm. yeah, it's it's possibly coming sooner than we thought. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thanks for stopping by. And as always, stay fresh, cheese bags. Mm.